What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another Ring Scoops podcast here on ringscoops.com and wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm your host, the webmaster, Wade Needham, joined by my very longtime friend, over 20 years now, Mac of all, uh, the host of The Sean Show. How's it going, Mac? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Dude, I'm, I'll tell you this. I'm doing a lot better now than I was six months ago. That's for sure. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Royal rumble season, man. Are you excited for the Royal rumble? I'm, this is the most anticipated I've or anticipation I've had for a Royal rumble in a very long time. So absolutely. Oh, same here, man. I look forward to the Royal rumble. I think more than I do WrestleMania. And that's, uh, that speaks volume because WrestleMania is the big event every year. Yeah. So this is, this is, this is a good one. This is, this is not, this is one that people are going to talk about. I think years from now, this is oh. a really good card. Oh yeah. Business is, uh, is interesting. Uh, not just the business, but business for WWE is definitely, uh, interesting. As a matter of fact, speaking of business, WWE and the Royal rumble, um, we have a, a news report here that I'd like to read and get your thoughts on this as well. Variety.com reports that Disney and WWE have agreed to a multi-year streaming deal to make Disney Plus Hotstar the exclusive home for the WWE Network in Indonesia, starting with the 2022 Royal Rumble Premium Live event. Here's what Nick Khan had to say. Quote, the Walt Disney Company has a long been the gold standard in creating iconic intellectual property that serves as the backbone for international business growth. Partnering with Disney plus Hotstar will allow us to deliver WWE network content, including WrestleMania on a best in class platform to our existing fans in Indonesia, while also introducing WWE to new audiences in the region as Disney plus continues to expand its reach internationally End quote. So starting this Saturday in Indonesia, those with Disney Plus will be able to watch WWE content, including the Royal Rumble Premium Live event. Mac, what are your thoughts on that, man? Um, I think it's a brilliant business move. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people, I think, um, when they're seeing this, the first thing they think about is, okay, the WWE network is going to be going to Disney eventually. I think that's what everyone's thinking. But the thing is, is that like we're in an age now where content is king. If you have content, a large amount of it, if you know the right people and you know the right way to package what it is that you have, there's so many streaming services in the world that you'll be able to 
literally sell your content, license it out. Uh, that way, the the streaming service gets you know benefits because they're able to you know fill up their their library with stuff, and you as well would get benefits because now uh, you're a part of a large platform. And I think that the WWE understands that. I think that they know that with them being, you know, they, they start their own network and they realize that they could not go over a million. They realize that no matter how long we have this particular, you know, network, we won't be able to go over a million. And there's always a plateau for things. I don't care if it's, mcdonald's or you know amazon there's always a plateau that these companies know in terms of how much money they'll make how many products they'll sell they know their plateau they know their numbers and the wwe knew their numbers they knew that they couldn't grow past a million and and keep that consistently you know throughout the years and you know then they licensed their stuff out off the peacock the thing is with Peacock, a lot of people are not enjoying the experience of the WWE Network on Peacock, me being one of those people. Um, the WWE Network, I think, was better when they were the WWE Network. Um, if you are at a lower tier, you have commercials during your pay-per-views uh, and during your programming. Um, also, too, a lot of the WrestleManias and a lot of the content is not there on Peacock. So I think that this is a temporary move going over to Peacock. And I think this, you know, sets the stage to go to a, a bigger streaming service, whether it be Disney or even Amazon. But this is just a, this is just set up. Yeah, um, I've seen a lot of people on social media today when news broke of this immediately say, oh, it's beginning. Disney's going to buy WWE. How come nobody a year ago when they announced the Peacock deal, nobody said NBC Universal was going to buy WWE? Um, when they signed with Fox for SmackDown, nobody said Fox is going to buy WWE. But, you know, Disney, right. they get a distribution deal in one, one region, one country, one region, right? Indonesia. All of a sudden, right. all hell breaking loose. The mouse is going to buy Vince out. You know, we're going <laughs> right. to. He's going to turn from you know, Mickey Mouse is going to do the the Vince McMahon route. He's going to be go Mickey Mouse to Mickey the Rat or something. You know, people are, are freaking out. Well, you think understand. about it too. The, the you know Disney doesn't really have you know streaming anything live streaming anything. Yeah. So the fact that um, they jumped into this in the Indonesia deal. I think it's just based off of the fact also, too, is that they have the framework already in place. Like, if you think about it, how many streaming services realistically have the marketplace of Indonesia locked down? It's not a lot. No. So the fact that they go over to Disney and, you know, Disney kind of has the like I, I'm, I'm a Disney Plus member. And I've never had a problem with their service, never had a problem with their streaming of movies. Um, I think their interface is very organized. Yeah. So, um, like, for example, uh, you, you were telling me that you're you know, starting to watch the, the, the Mar Marvel movies. Yeah. They have them in chronological order if you've never seen it before. Yeah. So it's very organized, very, it's a very good system. So I'm not really shocked that 
they're partnered with Disney. That doesn't mean it's going to happen in the States, but because they have so much content and this Peacock deal that they did is not that old. No, it's not, not, not even a full year. Right. So everyone kind of has to pump the brakes, but I know in the future that um, when it comes to Monday Night Raw, when it comes to SmackDown, um, they may even make a new show, which no one's talking about the fact that, you know, what if they made a third show that is is Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and then maybe a show where it's like both brands are on that particular show. No one's said anything about that. So the possibility are, is, is endless, but I don't see any major deals happening or the WWE selling. This is the last thing, and I know it's a Royal Rumble show, but this is the last thing I want to say um, about the WWE selling, right? The WWE, like, if you think about it, if I am going to sell something to you, and let's say I'm selling a house to you, right? If I'm going to sell a house to you, then I want to make sure that the house is in the best position that it possibly can be so I can get the most bang for my buck. So I'm going to paint, I'm going to retile, I'm going to fix the bathrooms, I'm going to fix the, you know, the front yard, backyard, I'm going to do everything to make the property value of the house go up. So that way, when I put it on the market, I'm getting more bang for my buck. That's what the WWE is doing right now. Yeah, They've cleaned a lot of talent out as well as producers, as, re- as well as on-air personalities. They clean a lot of those people out. So now the job is to make this entity as good as it possibly can be. They made a lot of money within the last couple of years. A lot of money because of all of the stuff that they've cleaned out. So just imagine two years from now, how it's going to be when you know they have a licensing deal, I think with a um, slot machine maker, they have you know just have this these rights with Indonesia. Um, they're going to have you know television rights coming up for for Monday Night Raw. I don't think for for SmackDown. I don't know if that's due yet, but I know Monday Night Raw is right around the corner. NXT they're building that up. It's going to probably be a little bidding war for that once they get to a certain stage. So they're just building everything up. So that way, when they do sell the company, if that's the route they want to go, then the valuation is not a billion. We're talking about two or three billion now. Yeah. Because it's never based off of the current valuation. It's based off of the future valuation of the company. Yeah. And and if they keep rising up every single month, every single quarter, then they will be able to make a, a deal that's worth a few billion dollars a few years from now, if that's what they want to do. You said it perfectly. There's no other way around it. Um, there's two ways to look at it. There's one from a very personal standpoint, and there's one from a business standpoint. I see both sides of it. I agree with both sides of it. From a personal standpoint, as a fan standpoint, it sucks to see a lot of people get cut. From a business standpoint, I see exactly what they're doing. You're 100% right about that. Business is business. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that a lot of people on social media today, they don't know how to indifferent uh, you know, indifferentiate, whatever the word is, you know, between <laughs> personal and business, they just want to immediately go right down, you know, the route of pathos and emotional reactions and jerk knee jerk reactions. That's yes. unfortunate. But um, as, uh, as we were talking about the very top of the show, this Saturday is the Royal rumble. 
according to the Wikipedia, which since we're not in school anymore, we can use that as a source. Uh, there are six matches listed for the card this Saturday. Let's run down these matches. Let's start off with um, the Raw Women's Championship match. We have Becky Lynch, the champion, defending her title against do 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 drop. I know you probably got something that you want to say about Dewdrop. Maybe even Becky, right? Um, <clears throat> I like this transformation of Becky Lynch. I didn't really like. I was probably in the minority, but I didn't really like the man. I think that was a little bit too hard in terms of pushing a persona that maybe not as so much her. I think this big time Bex is more her. Um, because her promo work is better. Her um, her being a heel, she's she's doing, she's developing, she's building, she's doing a very good job. So I have no problem with big time Bex. Um, do drop. I I just don't I don't I don't get it. Um, I know we need a, a. It's just like that movie a long time ago, The Great White Hype, Damon Wayne's. We got to build somebody up. And we got to make you believe that that person has a chance when actuality they don't. Yeah. If you ever saw the movie, the great white hype, there was a guy that um, it's kind of based off of a true story. Well, let me not even, let me not even spoil that movie, but let me, let me talk about another movie. Oh, not, not, not another movie, but a real life situation. I remember <clears throat> I was a, I was a boy and we were um, in Las Vegas, driving to Las Vegas. It used to be my spot family vacation all the time in Las Vegas. Las Vegas back in the day in the 90s was a family-oriented place. Um, a lot of people are like, what? There was <laughs> barely any clubs. There's no such thing as a day club. Yeah. I, you know, there's none of that. But it was like, there were huge arcades. Like uh, um, you had the um, MGM Grand and their whole gimmick was that it was like Wizard of Oz thing. Like they had the, like they had a life, like it's on, it's on YouTube. When you went into the casino, it was a life-size version of the Wizard of Oz, animatronics, the Yellow Brick Road, the Emerald City. Wow. Behind, yeah, swear to God. <laughs> and it was like, they had different scenes that you would go to uh, of the Emerald City. They even had a magic show. That was wow. based off like that was their thing was like the Wizard of Oz MGM Grant. That was their thing. Um, so driving there, they were promoting um, a fight with Mike Tyson. And I forgot who he fought, fought. It was this guy that was from Irish guy. Mike Tyson was so dominant at the time. They didn't have anybody for him to face. So. They were promoting it as the guy that hit Mike Tyson the hardest. Uh -huh. That's how they were promoting it. He is the one guy that hurt Mike Tyson. He hit Mike Tyson the hardest, and they're going one-on-one -on -one in a heavyweight bout. That's how they promoted it, yeah. to make people interested. <laughs> now, it was a one-round knockout. It was like it wasn't even funny, but people were interested in it. Then he had a clip where Tyson was like, yeah, he's the hardest person that's ever hit me in my face ever or something like that. <laughs> and people were like, oh, okay. 
well, this is going to be a good fight then because he's going to do it again. No, this is the whole situation with Dewdrop. We're building her up where you think that she has a chance. She does not. Yeah. Um, she's not going to take the strap off of Becky. And hopefully it's a good match. Um, Vince is high on her for the moment. But I just don't get it. I don't understand what her gimmick is. And I'm just not sold on it. So big time Bex wins that match. You know, the performer itself, Dewdrop, um, I I really like her in-ring ability. Uh, yeah, she think, can work for sure. Yeah, she can work in the ring. I think she can work the mic very well. It, she's just stuck in that transitional phase. Like when they brought her in and paired her up with Eva Marie, I would say the first two weeks I was extremely invested, but it just dropped real fast. And then when she split on her own and she had like the whole dancing thing, I was kind of getting into that a little bit, but now she's like very like tweener. Like, I don't know if she's a heel. I don't know if she's a face, the music that they have for her coming out to, I just, it sucks. Um, You know, I, I really want somebody like Dewdrop to succeed because I think she's a very talented performer. Uh, but I'm with you on that. She's got no chance of winning the championship this Saturday at the Royal Rumble. Becky Lynch is more than likely going to hold on to that strap going right into WrestleMania so she can have the big payoff, put somebody else. Probably going to be Bianca Belair. I bet you Bianca is going to go two for two back-to-back WrestleManias. I would like to see that because I think that, um, you know, her her title reign was cut abruptly yeah. just because they wanted that moment at SummerSlam. Um, and she's kind of been on the bubble, not really doing anything. So I would love to see Bianca um, elevated again, but we'll get to it. But there's a lot of rumors swirling around of a lot of women who are coming back. Uh, you know, some that have been announced, some that haven't uh, to the WWE. So it would be interesting to see if their plans are moving forward. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. A lot of surprises are going to more, more than likely happen this Saturday. But yeah, we're both in agreement on uh, Becky Lynch. She's going on in this match as the winner. Uh, up next, we got a mixed tag team match. We have Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on the Miz. And Maurice, and I got to tell you, Mac, and I don't care if I sound like a simp, but I've been enjoying watching Maurice every single Monday night that she's been on television because she is a, she's a MILF. <laughs> yeah, she's, she, she's never been ugly ever. I don't th- ever in her life. Nah. Um, yeah, this, this, uh, I don't know how I feel about this match. Um, you know, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I think that the the Miz and 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 Edge, um, they just don't have the chemistry that I thought that they would have. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, if and, and and to put this in perspective, look at the matches that he had with Seth Rollins. Look at the matches that he had with Roman Reigns. Who Edge? Edge. Okay. Look at the matches that he's had uh, with Randy Orton. Yeah. That's basically his whole resume of feuds since he's come back. Um, 
every one of those matches has been better than what we've seen thus far between The Miz and Edge. And I don't think it's because The Miz can't work. And I know he can. I've seen him in good matches. And I don't think it's because Edge can't work. He's Edge. He's Hall of Famer. I just think that maybe based off of how they built this feud, feuds, see, feuds are based off of, like when you have a feud, that type of feud that you have is going to dictate the type of match that you have. Okay, yeah. For example, Bobby Lashley and and Brock Lesnar is going to be a hard-hitting match. Yeah. Which we'll get to. Um, But if you're having a match where it's, let's say, Omos against, I don't know. um, I'm just trying to think of any freaking body. Matt Riddle. (laughs) Okay. Right? Yeah. We kind of know how that's going to go. But if you have Omos against uh, the general guy, General Adon or whatever his name is, I forgot what his name is. Aziz. Aziz, thank you. Yeah. Um, then you know it's going to be a totally different type of match compared to if you face Riddle. Yeah. Um, Miz has been the cowardly heel. And I think it would have been good if we had kind of like some shoot comments against each other. Uh, made this more real because it's kind of been like a storyline from plot from like the 2000s. <laughs> you know, um, it's definitely it's, got Bruce Pritchard written all over it. Yeah, it's a very like, oh, well, we're going to have a birthday party. Oh, well, we're going to have a vow renewal. Oh, well, we're going to have Maurice have a brick in her purse. Maybe there's we'll a, a live sex celebration or something. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like anything, anything could be better in terms of booking these two than what we're seeing right now. So with that being said, um, they're not going to bury Miz. So I believe Miz and Maurice are going to win this match. Um, I think they're going to try to stretch this out to a trilogy. Um, I can see that. Where in, you know, they have uh, Saudi Arabia coming up. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a one-on-one match. Because that's Seth Rollins and Edge, when they had that one-on-one match in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And Saudi Arabia. That was a really good, good match. And it sucks because no one really saw it because of the time difference. But if you put that match on like, you know, a major pay-per-view, then that would be, that would have been match of the year candidate. Yeah. But I see, I see Miz and Maurice winning because this is a very predictable storyline. So I see like, you know, Maurice pinning Beth and then the talking about how I, I I beat the great Beth Phoenix and stuff and then you know moving on to you know whatever else they're gonna do. But that's I, I just think it could be better because of the talent that's involved. It's very corny storyline book, but yeah, Ms. Maurice. Um I've 
I'm somewhat on the other end of the spectrum. I've, I've been enjoying this program. Uh, I, I enjoyed edge and Miz at day one. I thought they had a pretty decent match. They had a good um, match. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, adding this dynamic and the mixed tag thing is really, really good because, you know, Beth is a hall of famer, Maurice. Um, I mean, I don't want to use this word, especially with what happened recently with Summer Ray. But I mean, Maurice is, you know, somewhat of a, a legend. She's a, a legendary character, maybe not reached legend status, but or a vintage character. Maybe we use that, Michael Cole. Don't sue me now. But um, sure. how you doing? Uh, but um, yeah, you know, you got the, these nostalgic acts coming back. Right. Mm-hmm. Royal Rumble's always been known for that. You always got a, a nostalgic act or two, you know, in the match. So now they add that into this mixed tag situation. We got Beth Phoenix, you got Maurice, and then of course you got the current. And it's weird saying current when talking about Edge two years later after his return, still it's just surreal that the guy is back in the ring. But you know, him and Miz going at it, you know. My question is this are any one of these four, or if all four, do you think will be in the Royal Rumble matches themselves? Um I don't know. That's a good question. Um, there's been a lot of talk about the women's side of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. There have been a lot of tight lip things in terms of the men's side. So I expect some internet breaking surprises for the men's side of the Rumble. So with that being said, I don't know if Edge and Miz are needed for the Rumble, but it would be stupid to not include them because of their character. Like, I, I always like Rumbles where it's like they had a match early on in the evening and it didn't go right, and then they continue on fighting in the Rumble. Always like when they book stuff like that. So I think that's a possibility. I, you know, I don't, I don't think... I don't think necessarily edge is needed for this one. Cause you think back two years ago, edge was needed in that one because his big return. And then last year was somewhat of a return return of an injury, but he also won it last yes. year. So Very I don't true. think we need a three Pete with uh, edge having a big rumble moment. And that might be why he's in this match. This mixed tag match as well, because they have built up enough guys to not need a guy like edge in the rumble match, which is great because that's always a step forward. That's never a step back. Right. Yeah. As far as the predictions for this match itself goes, um, edge won at day one, right? Yes. yes, he did. So yeah, if, if they are going to do a rubber match, you know, Miz has to get the win and it would be great if, like you said, the scenario, if Maurice were to pin Beth Phoenix, then, you know, Miz goes around acting like he just won the world title of WrestleMania and Edge slapped back to reality and say, you didn't win nothing. Your wife did. Right. It's perfect right. because the Miz will just blow up on TV. And then, of course, that is why they will have the third match because Miz is going to prove he can beat Edge and Edge is going to prove that Miz can't do it. So I think it works out that way. So there you go. All right, uh, let's see. That's, uh, that's four matches on the undercard we did too. So we got uh, we got the championship matches. Uh, let's talk about uh, Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Seth freaking Rollins. That's it's what it says on Wikipedia. Seth freaking Rollins. 
you think Seth would pull a warrior or a Ryback legally change his middle name to freaking? Maybe he has already. We just don't know. See, I ask the hard-hitting questions around here, man. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm looking forward to this match. They've had plenty of matches in the past. Any combination of the three guys from the Shield, they've had plenty of combination of matches. None of them have ever fell flat, in my opinion. They've always delivered. And during this thing with Roman Reigns in the last year and a half, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think him and Seth have ever really had a, a huge one-on-one match on a platform like a Royal Rumble, which is one of the big four. So that's an interesting dynamic to throw into that thing. Uh, Do you think Roman Reigns has cooled down? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think, I think a lot of steam was taken away from him when Heyman went back with Lesnar. I have to say that. Yeah. Um, you have, see, that's the part that I don't understand because the act that they had was great. It, as I've said on the show before, it is the Godfather. Yeah. He, he, you know, he comes, yes, my tribal chief, whatever you need, my tribal chief. And then whisper into him, yeah, everyone leave, everyone leave, everyone leave, everyone leave. The tribal chief uh, has something else to say. Yes, my tribal chief, sure. Uh, if you want that done, I'll do that for you. No problem. Very Godfatherish, right? You take that element of Paul Heyman away, you put him back with Lesnar, and the act I don't think is stale. Do I think it cooled off? Yeah, I think it has. I think the momentum that he has of the dynamic between Paul, him, and the Usos. Um, is a better dynamic than what Heyman has with Lesnar right now because Lesnar is a face and we don't need Heyman to help him be a face. Yeah. Their whole thing was he was this big monstrous heel. Heyman did all the talking. Now Lesnar's doing all the talking and Heyman is kind of along for the ride. So I think, yeah, I think that Roman did lose a little bit of steam and maybe um, it will be put back uh, at the Royal Rumble, but it's just not as intriguing when you see him in the ring cutting a promo with all the guys there as it was when Heyman was there. Unfortunately, I think a big part of that too, not only was the swap of Heyman, was unfortunately when Roman Reigns, you know, had COVID and the yeah. match between Roman and Brock was scrapped and we never revisited the whole thing again since then. And it's, and it's kind of good because when that happened, everybody was like, well, what the heck happens now? <laughs> yeah. And it's like every, and that's the good thing about going into this Royal Rumble. I don't, there's not a favorite to win the Rumble. You know, years past, it was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, Edge is going to win this. Oh, okay, well, uh, you know, McIntyre is going to win this. 
oh, okay, well, this is the 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 last rumble that had a lot of intrigue to me was the rumble that Lesnar entered. That was two years ago. Yes. The woman that right before won. right before COVID. Yeah. Um, and Drew's win was a surprise because he mm-hmm. was considered to be lost in the shuffle at that time. He was lost in the shuffle. And then it's like you had to hurt. I want to say hurry up, but you made him. You had to build him to make him interesting in a quick period of time. And, and then halfway along the way, we lost the fans. <laughs> we lost the fans. And then WrestleMania was pushed back. So I just, I, I don't know. I think that, uh, let me ask you this. Okay. Um, would you have done Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns right now? Mm, that is a good question. Uh, what I've done at right now. Uh, you know me, I'm a very, consistent kind of person i like to i I like to stay on track with things if they were going to do if i was part of the booking team and and if we were going to do you know brock and roman at day one it couldn't happen because of covid i would have been dead set on being like all right well both these guys better be ready for the rumble because we're going to do it at the rumble and uh i would have never had lesnar win the uh the the five-way match at that pay-per-view I would have done what they did in the match where all of them took Lesnar out and I would have just surprised everybody and just left it at that Lesnar's out. And then it's the four way match and you, you know, biggie retains or whatever. And then, you know, Roman says, Hey, you know, you think you could take me on? Like, you know, these four guys had their way with you. What do you think I'm going to do with you? I'm going to do this by myself. It's more impressive kind of thing. And that's going to really set Brock off. Then you got your match at the rumble. So, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't I, – I don't think that this match should be taking place. I think there's a lot of things that the creative team could have done that would have stayed consistent, move it to the next thing. You don't have to com- you don't have to completely change your entire thing. Like if you're walking down their hallway and you stub your toe, you're not going to rearrange your whole house, right? You're going to fix what stubbed your toe. You're not going right. to like, oh, okay, this room, you need to knock this wall out because I accidentally hit it. Right, yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think that um, I, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done this at the Rumble, but um, it's going to be a hell of a match. Oh, yeah. And uh, you know, I I, I can't. I'm not going to sit up here and say, "Oh, I don't want to see it." No, I, I want to see it. Yeah. Um. So it should be interesting. But as far as who who I think is going to go over, uh, Reigns is going to go over. Um, they've been building him up for the big WrestleMania moment where he loses and they're not going to give this away at the Royal Rumble for a storyline that they feel will be more interesting for WrestleMania uh, between him and Lesnar. Um, So Reigns wins it. Um, How does he win it? I don't know because there's no interference from the Usos, and I know they want to um, protect um, Seth Rollins. So I don't know how he wins, but he definitely wins the match. See, I but- fear that Brock Lesnar is going to help Seth win the belt 
worst case scenario. But I think they would only do that. And I think the only reason why they would ever have Seth win the belt is if ratings were extremely down and they needed to pop that rating, they would have Seth go over at the Rumble. So people would be like, oh, I got to see what happens on SmackDown now. But that's right. not the case. SmackDown ratings have been, you know, very, very good. They're very, very, very consistent. Very consistent. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh, Roman's got to win. I, I don't know what his plans are for WrestleMania. I know that like everybody wants Roman and the rock and like, I just don't see that taking place in Dallas. Like if that's going to take yeah. place, it's going to take place in LA and that's a year from now. Right. Like how do you keep Roman hot for a whole nother year? Especially when, you know, you took away the match with Brock and you took Heyman away from him. I don't see it happening. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, um, him losing to Lesnar won't hurt anything just from the standpoint of the rock loss to Lesnar. Yeah. So it's not going to hurt anything. Um, but yeah, you gotta, we've never seen Roman reigns in this character without a belt looking to be champion. So that's what would make it interesting is, is having that version of Roman reigns. But I, I know that they, there's rumors of this. I don't know if anyone's heard this. I don't know if you've heard of this. But to make the match more interesting at WrestleMania between Lesnar and Reigns, then they're thinking about having Austin involved as a special enforcer or a special referee, probably enforcer, mm. um, in the match. Having it be like a no-holds-barred type situation where, you know, Stone Cold's in the mix to make it more interesting. Well, you remember what happened last time Steve Austin was in the middle of a Brock Lesnar match at WrestleMania. Right. Right. So um, it would be good if they had like some face-to-face interaction. Uh, Just, 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 you know, Austin cutting a promo against Reigns. Austin cutting a promo against Lesnar. Austin saying, you know, I, the, the thing is, I don't like both of you. Yeah. You know, like cutting promos like that. That should be interesting. But um, that's the rumor right now. Having Austin involved and it's Texas. Yeah. And he was he was part of the commercials where he was telling people to go out and buy tickets and whatnot. So, yes. Yeah, he's definitely ingrained into that. But uh, yeah, no, I think we're both in agreement there. Roman Reigns is definitely walking out still universal champion this Saturday. Uh, Next championship match and the last of the undercard, I guess you can call it the undercard, which is really weird to say that with the match we just talked about, the match we're about to talk about it being on the undercard. The WWE championship match. Brock Lesnar, the champion, defending against Bobby Lashley. If there was ever anything good that came out of Roman getting COVID, changing the plans up, it's it's this. This has got to be the golden egg that the goose has just popped out. I agree. I, But I'm going to say, I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. Um, I don't want to see this version of Lesnar against Bobby Lashley. I wanted to see two jacked up 6'5", 
screaming in each other's faces, veins popping out their head and neck, security holding them back, Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Yeah. That's what I wanted to see. I don't want to see Lesnar coming out in a cowboy hat <laughs> talking about knock, knock, Paul. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see, you know, Bobby Lashley. Now, Bobby Lashley on his side, they're trying to make it more serious. He's saying, I'm training more. They had training videos up of him on WWE's uh, YouTube page. Really um, goodly produced videos, too. Right. Uh, you know, talking about uh, the one thing that I like, it wasn't this, this past week. It was a week before they showed a clip. I guess he was on the bump. And, and, um, Bobby Lashley said something that really sold the match to me and it wasn't really pushed. What he said is he said, listen, I've looked a lot of people in the eyes and I look Lesnar in the eyes and I saw no soul and I saw no soul. And it made me excited because I'm going to face somebody that doesn't have a limit that doesn't have a turnoff switch who doesn't care about anything or anybody. And that excites me because of the type of damage that we're going to do to each other mm-hmm. at the Royal Rumble. That, that angle, that way pushing it, I'm like, ooh, okay. But happy-go-lucky, looking past Bobby Lashley. You know, ha, 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 ha. You know, it, I don't like the way that they built that up and they built that up that way because that makes me think that Lesnar is going to lose. Yeah. And I think that they had to put something in where Lesnar overlooked Lashley, where he made a mistake, where he wasn't on top of his game, all of these things. And this is why Lashley won. I don't know if um, there's interference because if Lesnar's losing, you got to make him look strong. So, all in all, I see Lashley winning the title back. And it'll be very interesting to see what you do with him then. Because who does he face? There's no big face right now on SmackDown. I'm sorry, on, on Raw. Yeah. The big E experiment, as I told everyone on this show, <laughs> that it was not working. Yeah. And when he lost the belt, no one said, Oh, why did you? That didn't happen. I saw a lot of outcry for Big E. I thought it was very unwarranted. Every title run has to come to an end eventually, but. I put it like this. There was people that said, oh, why did he lose, right? Yeah. The night that happened, that it happened. When Monday Night Raw happened, I didn't see anybody talking about (laughs) Big E and about his title shot. Uh, You and I, we have two totally different timelines on our social media platforms because I, to this day, still see a lot of outcry for Big E. Not as much as like a guy like say Ali's getting nowadays, but there was definitely I saw a lot. 
Let me put it like this. Is it as, is it as big of an outcry as it was when Daniel Bryan wasn't in the Royal Rumble? No, I would say it's on it's, it's on equal footing of when uh, Kofi dropped the belt to uh, to Brock. I would disagree with that. Only reason why I would disagree with it is because when Kofi lost, people hated how he lost. Yeah, not necessarily that he lost. But how he lost. Well, no, let me clarify. I'm not I'm not saying that I think there was on equal footing. I'm no, telling no. you yeah, what no, I've no, seen I know. from people. No, no. What I'm what I'm saying is this. I don't think, and, and, and I know you made your, your point clear on that. I think that the outrage or outpour of Big E is lower than the previous outpour of different individuals who lost the strap. That's just me. I'm not saying that there's not anybody that's saying Big E should have been champion, but, or still be champion, but I'm seeing less and less people complain about it compared to when it was a a Daniel Bryan thing, you know, and even the coffee thing, even the Finn Balor, a Finn Balor thing. Like I saw more people kind of complain to that. That's just me. Um, well, it's like I previously said, you and I, we both have two different timelines of people we follow too. So that's true. That's also true. But, um, and I mean, what platform are you talking about? I'm talking primarily Twitter. Yeah. I'm talking about Twitter. I, I haven't really, I've seen people say something, but it's just not a, I know you've also still not a parade. Like, it's still not also, a parade right now. You also right. frequent Reddit a lot more than I do too. And there's, I think there's a lot more vocal fans on that as well, because it's more of an uncensored kind of platform. Yeah. Reddit. And, and, and I, I'm part of some groups on Facebook as well, too. People have said things, but it's just not, no one's really petitioning for Big E to get back into the main event scene um, in large numbers Yeah, as other people have, you know, have, have as we've seen other people petition or them try to push to put them back into the main event scene. But anyway, the, the whole point I'm making is that um, I think that uh, if Lashley wins, I don't know where else you go with him. Um, I don't think a big E match, uh, we've seen that. I had a great match, had a great cage match. Um, I don't really see where you go with him or who you have him face um, going into WrestleMania season. So um, it should be interesting. Um, should be very interesting. So who do you think? You think Lesnar wins or Lashley retains? I mean, not well, retains, but picks up the strap. All right. So like earlier when we were talking about the Roman Reigns thing, and back in the summertime and again earlier tonight, you had made the comparison that, you know, this is the godfather, right, with Roman Reigns. Yeah. I think this thing that's going on with uh, Brock and Lashley is Rocky Three. Rocky did not take Clubber Lang serious at all. Clubber Lang was extremely serious. He was hungry. He They did the montage of the training, just like they're doing with Bobby Lashley. So I think there's parallels with that one. I think something's going to happen to Paul Heyman in this match. That's going to trip the emotions of Brock Lesnar. Like we've never seen before. And Bobby Lashley is going to 
grab the victory. Maybe uh, MVP will do something with uh, with Paul Heyman. Uh, and then maybe he gets hit with the dominator, but Brock does by Lashley and Lashley gets the one, two, three. So when we see the next match, Lesnar is going to be the beast incarnate again. He's going to be the, the mayor of suplex city again. He's not going to be this, Hey, Sammy, let's go fishing guy. Right. You know, he's not going to be the guy on, on the brawny paper towel cover. Right. You know, <laughs> we're going to see Brock Lesnar. Like we have always seen Brock. So I think, I think Lashley's going to get the belt on Saturday. Yeah, I, I do. And I just, you know, it's it's good when you don't know what's going to happen, yeah. but you just hope that they've given away Lesnar and Reigns a lot, and they have basically booked Lashley his title. So you want to have him have the strap back again? It's like, what do you do unless you're planning to do? Uh, title versus title thing, WrestleMania, uh, which I don't think they are that opposed to anymore. Yeah. Uh, there was a time where I was like, oh, they'll never do that. But, you know, seeing how they're, you know, having these guys on different shows now, um, I think it's a possibility also. Absolutely. Um, I think so far with these four matches, we've kind of been on the same page, everything, right? We got Roman, we yeah. got uh, Miz and Maurice, we got Becky, and we have Lashley. Yeah. Um, so I, so these next two matches, the Royal Rumble matches, uh, I think you and I may have different, I think instead of just giving a winner, I think we should, I think we've done this in the past too. I think we should also maybe give a prediction for the runner up as well. So a runner up and, um, and a winner, but for the women's let's talk about the women's first. Let me run down, uh, who all have been announced for this 21 out of 30 entrants have been announced as of January 27th, 2022. Uh, and I'm going to announce them here or read them off uh, based off of who they represent. Uh, so like it's kind of categorized. So from Monday Night Raw, we have Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., Dana Brooke, Carmella, Queen Zelina, and Tamina. Representing SmackDown, we have Shotzi, Natalia, Aaliyah, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, and Charlotte Flair. Uh, Hall of Famers include Lita, Brie Bella, and Nikki Bella. Uh, also on Monday Night Raw, I forgot, uh, Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan, they were announced as well. Um, free agents or unaffiliated, we got Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, and Summer Rae. And I say free agents is the key words here because we have a very special person that's going to be in the Royal Rumble this year representing Impact Wrestling the Knockouts Ooh. champion Mickey James I think this is going to be the first time you and I actually going to talk about this whole thing right I don't even think it we is. really texted each other about this no I don't think so Yeah. So, think what so. are your thoughts on Mickey James being in the Rumble Um, I think that is a very this is a very good lesson for everyone that's watching it's young old whoever never burn your bridges don't do that if you leave leave respectfully gracefully and go about your business 
Mickey James put so much dirt on the WWE's name to the point that I was tired of hearing her and I was seriously at a point of disliking her just from the standpoint of how it was coming off. Yeah. She wanted to do like every idea. Oh, I wanted a feud with this person. Oh, I wanted a feud with that person. Oh, I wanted an all women's pay-per-view. Oh, I wanted all this. And the reality is, and this is the thing that pisses me off about wrestlers. It's not about you uplifting everyone else that's around you. It's about you getting a spot and being in that spot and keeping that spot. You're the impact champion, right? You're an older woman who should be giving back to the business and putting over younger talent, especially on an impact, especially in the industry, on the indies. That's what you said that you wanted to do. And you hated that the WWE booked you old, right? (laughs) So now here you are in a different promotion and you're the woman. You're the focus point. You're the thing that everyone's talking about. And you don't have a problem with it because you're the center of attention. And that's what happens with all of these wrestlers. Kyle O'Reilly, he did an interview and he said, I don't know if you know about this interview that he did with Jericho. Uh, because you know that's the place where all ex disgruntled <laughs> WWE talent, newly signed AEW, all elite wrestlers go to is they go and moan and bitch and complain on Jericho's show. So Kyle O'Reilly comes on the show and he says, They asked him, Why did he leave? And he said, Well, I was one of the cornerstones. And I was in a massive push to be world champion of NXT. And then 2.0 came along and plans changed. And then I was no longer in that push. They wanted me to get over some other guy by the name of Von Wagner. Yeah. So he said, I did that. And I had a handshake deal with them. And I worked an extra week. I worked war games and the steel cage match. And I shook his hand and I did the job. And it was it. He said he left NXT because he was no longer in their plans to be the man. And he left. And he probably from the rumors that were on the 5150 show with uh, one of their, I think his name is Billy, who has a lot of inside information. Uh, It was pretty, very, very accurate, actually. And he said that the contract that they offered Kyle O'Reilly was an NXT contract. The contract that they offered Johnny Gargano is a main talent contract in terms of dollar amount. Of course he left. He wasn't being booked. He's going to get more money with Tony. And then he feels that it's a possibility that he may be in the world championship picture. Vince looked at him. I've looked at him. He's a weird fellow. He's a weird guy. And it just wasn't going to work out in NXT. 
you notice a huge difference here in this story compared to a lot of other people that have departed from mm. WWE, right? Mm. He wasn't released. His contract expired and he chose to go somewhere else. And he chose because a lot of the guys that leave NXT with an expired contract, they know the only reason why AEW even wants to look at them is because of them being a part of NXT. So let me circle this back to Mickey. Mickey had so much to say about her clothes and her gear being in a bag that when they asked her again here recently, she said, oh, yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal. I was upset because of what it represented. But afterwards, you know, I just went about my day and it wasn't that I was disappointed. Sure. What? <laughs> you you called the National Guard. <laughs> you woke up Johnny Cochran. You did all these things to try to get this type of situation in the public eye. And you were bashing and dissing the WWE whenever you could. But when they called and they said, hey, Mickey, you want to be a part of the Rumble? You would think common sense would tell you to say no because you were so abused, so disrespected, so looked and tossed to the side. You would think that that's what you would do. But no, you didn't do that. What you did is you said, and I quote, Johnny, I can't do it. I'm under contract. That was her response. Johnny said, oh, it's not a, 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 it doesn't matter now. It's a new day. New day now. doesn't matter. And this forbidden door BS. Let me, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about this, because I know we're going to move on to the show. Everyone's talking about, well, the WWE's doing the forbidden door stuff because this is the only reason um, to do it because of AEW doing it. Vince invented the forbidden door. Do you understand that he had ECW take over Monday Night Raw? And the perception was that this was an outlaw group of people that hated Vince and hated WCW. Do you remember that there was a time that Christian was under contract with the WWE and TNA said, hey, is there any way that we can use him to be a presenter for the Hall of Fame ceremony that we have? And they said, yes. Undertaker made an appearance for Smoky Mountain Wrestling in 94. Let's not forget Bret Hart being a part of Terry Funk's farewell match. The, all the luchadors in the 97 Royal Rumble for Mexico, AAA and CMLL and all that. And and let's not also forget the times that Vince allowed Rey Mysterio Jr. Rey Mysterio Jr. be a part of uh, AAA and other type of events. Let's not forget these things. Yeah. And we're talking about Forbidden Door? Yeah. More like the Forgotten Door. Come on, guys. Let's this, this, this not be stupid here. But all in all, um, Money Talks, she loves the attention. She's the, she's the number one girl at the prom where everybody wants to dance with. And she has no problem now. And all is right in the world. It should be because interesting, she though, because... Attention. Because she's under contract with another company who is also their her the champion over there, so 
as far as her role in the match and they're, you know, they kind of have to, even though she had agreed to be on the WWE show, ultimately she's going to have to do what they want her to do on this show or breach a contract. They rip it up, tell her to go home. She's not appearing. They have all the power in the world to say, Hey, look, we're going to have you come out as number one and you're just going to get thrown out by number two. Like immediately you're going to, we're going to put a trash bag over you. We're going to drag you out of the arena. We're going to make you look like shit. They could do that. They could. Because she signed on the dotted line that she's going to make the appearance. They could. They could very well do that. But the thing is, is one parent, one appearance from the WWE. Let's compare that to, you know, a month of pay from Impact. What do you think is going to be more? One of their major pay-per-views? Sold out crowd? Yeah. You don't, And you don't have to bump in the rumble too much. You don't have to bump. You just have to, you know, do the over the top rope bump, which you can protect yourself on that very easily. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it is what it is, but there's all these rumors going around about various other female superstars. I wanted to see what you thought about that. Um, one of the names being thrown around is Carrie Sane. Ooh, really? Yeah. Um, Carrie's. Like Carrie Sane, uh, as everyone knows, stopped working for the WWE in, I think it was uh, 2020, right? I believe so. Yeah. Her contract had expired, right? Yeah. She did not want to be, she wanted to go back to Japan and, and, and actually her contract didn't expire. They just um, let it run out um, because she was a brand ambassador for the WWE in Japan. So she still had some type of paperwork with them. Yeah. And uh, the big rumor was that she was just going to pop up on AEW (laughs) because her contract ran out. But now it seems as if that she's going to be um, in the rumble uh, as well as another rumor. uh, Asuka. Yeah. Supposed to be in the rumble. Yeah. Um, which would be interesting because we'll see the return of the Kabuki Warriors, I guess you could say. Mm. Um, and um, the biggest one, and I want to get your thought on this, Ronda Rousey is supposedly making her return at the Royal Rumble. What are your thoughts on all of these names? Oh, and actually, no, scrap that. What do you think about the Iconics <laughs> saying that they rejected being a part of the Royal Rumble? Oh man, um, I think they're—I uh, think they're dealing with a case of FOMO, uh, fear of missing out, and fear of missing out on the hype train behind Mickey James being a representative for Impact. So they're, hey, you know what? I Mac, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, they wanted ring scoops to be represented in the Royal Rumble, and I had to turn them down as well. See how easy that, that was? Is, it's uh, very wow. easy. Yeah, yeah. It's in, instead of sending Bobby Spade, how you doing? But um, yeah, yeah. I think, and come on, man, they're talking about the side of their necks. Um, but Kyrie Sane, I would love to see her in the Rumble, even if it's a one-off. Um, I've always been a fan of her work. I got to see her perform one time live in Covina back in 2015 when stardom came out here to the States, which was a great day 
a great day because the promoter for stardom took a huge liking to me. He didn't care if I didn't pay for a front row seat. He wanted me to sit in the front row and I kept telling him I'm going to sit in the back. And he's like, no, you sit front row. He got very pissed and adamant at me, man. But you know, stardom, good stuff. Kyrie Sane, tremendous performer. Would love to see her again. Kabuki warriors. I'm a big fan of the tag team. Oscar is always welcomed on my TV screen. I love that woman. Um, Ronda Rousey. It's a name that's, you know, it's funny. No one said anything about Ronda Rousey until sometime in the last seven days. I think one person just said, Hey, Ronda Rousey. And everyone's like, we forgot about her. Holy crap. She might be there. And it blew up. I bet you that's exactly what happened. And I would not be opposed to it. Because you think about it, the way the Ronda left, right? Like she came in, she was a very fresh breath of, uh, you know, fresh air in the women's division. They were on this whole kick, the PR thing about the the women's revolution. They had all women's pay-per-view and the first female main event of WrestleMania. And Ronda left. And the finish to that match was very controversial, very controversial. And Rhonda left and she said that her plans are to start a family and to have, um, you know, a, a, a child with her husband that is theirs together because she was a stepmother to his uh, children. And it took a while, but she, she accomplished that they had a kid together yes. recently. So yes. if everything is, you know, still within that same plan, it, perfect timing for the royal rumble to come around and if anybody i mean it's ironic right what i'm about to say here because we just got finished talking about mickey james but if there was anybody that can ever prove that you can have a huge successful career in wrestling as a female take some time off give birth raise your kid come back at full speed never miss a beat mickey james is one of the first that i remember doing that in recent memory Becky Lynch, the most recent Ronda Rousey can definitely do that. It just makes perfect sense all around from every standpoint imaginable. Becky's the champ. She's a heel. She's not a face. So if you have Becky and Ronda at WrestleMania, Ronda, the big baby face, because remember Ronda kind of turned heel before that triple threat. Well, maybe, well, well, maybe the thing is too, is that another name that hasn't really been mentioned is a Lacey Evans. Yes. That's a name that no one's really mentioned. She had her child. I think she had her child. Does she have her child? Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. On Instagram, she posted photos. She had a, a, a home birth, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I remember seeing those photos. So, yeah. So, she may yeah. be she may be someone who's popped up. But we got to name a winner. We got to name a winner. Right. And I think the person that's going to win a Royal Rumble for the women is no un, is none other than Bailey. I think Bailey's going to win the Royal Rumble, and this is why. Okay, she is the biggest star that can work. I repeat, the biggest star. That can work. You can put her with Becky Lynch. 
You could put her with Charlotte Flair. She can work. And it's going to be a great match. She can talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She has all the ingredients to really put attention back in the women's division compared to Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, if she comes in, it's going to be a very mixed bag of responses. Um, and let's not, let's be honest, her in-ring stuff wasn't really great. She used to be like, okay, let's go. All right, come on. <laughs> you know? So, Bailey's going to win. Who do I think will be runner-up? I think um, um, Bianca Belair will be runner-up. And I think that's kind of putting the seeds for their feud down the line, Bailey and, and Bianca, because they never finished it. That's true. That's true. You know, it's an interesting factor that we didn't bring up. Charlotte's in this match, and she is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Right. So that's a factor to kind of keep an eye on. Right. And I think she's solely in the match to create a storyline for WrestleMania on whoever eliminates her. It's kind of like when they, you know, did a Shawn Michaels Undertaker. Oh, yeah. That was like, a, they had like a freaking one-on-one -on -one match. That was, oh, my God, what a great rumble that was. I just got done talking about that uh, this past Monday during one of my Twitch streams with uh, one of the viewers. We were kind of geeking out over Royal Rumble matches, and that was yeah. definitely brought up. Yeah, they had a freaking match at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> so Back-to-back -back uh, years, too. Yeah, so um, that's where I think. What do you think? Well, you know, when you were uh, hyping up who your your predicted winner was going to be, and you know, so fingers are crossed, I was hoping you would say a certain name. You didn't <laughs> say it. Uh, not that I'm not, I'm, I ain't mad at you. Uh, but, you know, Bailey would be a great winner. Uh, she really would. Uh, I would not be disappointed in that. But uh, I say this every year, and I'm going to continue to say it until it actually happens. It's like that time I had a big pay-per-view party and everybody came out and we were, we were all like placing a bet, like a dollar bet on who could get, you know, Oh, there's the countdown. Who do you think is going to come out next? And every single person, I would always say Chavo Guerrero. And I got it wrong. And the one time I didn't say it, Chavo came out. I lost money, but I'm going to say this every year until it actually happens. The, the Alexa bliss is going to win the Royal rumble. As far as a role, a runner up goes, Oh man, there's a lot. Let me look at the list again. Um, you know what? I'm gonna. It's gonna sound crazy. This is like really off the wall. No pun intended. I know you're a big Michael Jackson fan, <laughs> but um, Mickey James, runner up. Oh wow! Yeah, I I think I think they would. Uh, there's a probability that they would do that, and I think a reason behind that would be if if that were to happen honestly how many people would have a valid reason to say oh wwe only brought her in for a pr stunt uh you know they would they're not going to use her right even in a one-off and all that kind of stuff and then you know she goes on to be the the runner-up 
you know, when she comes out, she's got the knockouts championship belt. They, they're going to treat her like a queen. They're going right. to really make sure that she looks really good. And, you know, without winning the damn thing, well, what do you do next? Run her up. She should be in the final four. Um, oh, yeah. I think she'll be runner up only because Vince always wants his talent, his homegrown creations to look greater than everyone else. And I think that with Mickey, it's kind of like a PR thing. And, you know, she's a champion of impact. So it's like, I'm very sure the negotiation was around how we're going to use Mickey on your programming. Because once you're done with her, we got to bring her back. Yeah. And she can't just be squashed in the rumble when she's supposed to be the premier champion over here. So they should be in the four, top four. But Alexa Bliss, I did, I, I did forget about her. Um, and, you know, that kind of works itself out to what I was saying about Charlotte being in the match to build a storyline for WrestleMania. I think that she's going to be eliminated by Alexa Bliss. And I think Alexa Bliss is going to eliminate herself in the process and I think they're going to fight. They're going to beat each other up. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think it's going to be Alexa winning. I just think that she'll just be a disruptor, creating a moment for the Rumble. And that works into the weekly segments that we're seeing with Alexa Bliss and the psychologist as well, because maybe they could eventually get around to uh, the psychologist saying that the only way that you can move forward is if you take care of your past. And what really set her onto a trip to go into her absence was that loss to Charlotte Flair. Right. She ripped Lily apart. So that's, you know, that kind of writes itself. I think we just booked the rumble tonight. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Good stuff. Uh, so you got Bailey and I got Alexa bliss. All right. Moving on to the final match here, man, we're running big time on, uh, on time here on this, but that's fine. It's Royal rumbled, man. It's Royal rumble. It deserves all the time in the world. Uh, here are the participants. We got 22 out of 30 entrants announced as of January 27th. Um, representing Monday Night Raw, we have Angelo Dawkins, Montez Ford, Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Kevin Owens, Omas, Randy Orton, Riddle, Chad Gable, Otis, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode. Representing SmackDown, we have Sheamus, Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, and Kofi Kingston. SmackDown right now has only got five participants in the Royal Rumble, man. The rest are Monday Night Raw. Oh, yeah, we got the unaffiliated. We got the free agent. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, the very first person to be announced for the Royal Rumble match that's Johnny Knoxville. Right. I hope he's number one for one reason of one reason only. Hmm. When he gets out there, he gets on the mic and he goes, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And this is the Royal Rumble. <laughs> That's all you need because then you can have a great video package put together of his appearance in there for like, you know, all the media outlets, sports center, all that crap. Right. And you started off with his signature phrase. 
I, um, it's, it's an interest. It's an interesting rumble, man. It's speechless. Uh, no, I'm speechless because I can't like, you know, John is going to make a moment with Sammy, which is fine. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he took a bump, like a big bump. Uh, maybe Omos will do a military press on him or something. He's, he's <laughs> going to take some type of something because they need, he's in the rumble purely to promote his movie. Yeah. And so I can't WWE, wait to see. And the WWE is like, we want a viral moment. That's going to be on ESPN and TMZ and everything. So they're going to make a big moment for him. Um, who is going to win the rumble is that I am so stumped on this one this year that it's just is is I can't tell you who's gonna win because I have no freaking idea who should win. Um I don't I, I'll tell you who I don't want to win is I don't want to I heard rumblings a while back that Big E was going to win. Mm. But we've been down that road. It didn't work. So I don't know who you pick as a winner. <laughs> That's tough. I will say this, though. I do expect and anticipate that there's going to be, as I said, at the top of the show, some earth-shattering, internet-breaking entrance in the Men's Royal Rumble. And I would not be surprised if we see a return from Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Or a return from Braun Strowman. Mm. He's been in the news a lot lately, too. He's been doing a lot of talking. As well as a possibility of Karrion Cross. I, I don't see I don't see that one. This reason this is now listen why. All right. You listen to his interviews. All ears. He has said that they asked him, would he ever go back to WWE? He said, yes, I would, but it would be under different circumstances. Meaning that he was real closed mouth on his character. Okay. They asked Scarlett the same thing. She said, I wouldn't mind going back to NXT. I got a lot of unfinished business there. If you brought them back, it wouldn't be a shock. It wouldn't be a shock because I think that was stupid to let them go in the first place. I'll tell you who's definitely not going to be there is a Keith Lee is not going to be there. No. Um, he, the ones that are quiet and the ones that are respectful towards their former employer are the ones that nine times out of 10 go back. So Morrison would be there, but his wife won't. <laughs> um, which I don't even know why they hired her in the first place, to be honest with you. Uh, she is she is not the mold of a WWE superstar. Yeah. And it's not because of how she's shaped. There's been plenty of women in the past going all the way back to Bulnacano that have had unusual shapes and they were women. So it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that her character, her gimmick is really built for the Indies. It's not built for the WWE. 
Well, her style in the ring too. Very, very different. Right. So it just didn't work. Just didn't work. Um, I didn't like her work in impact. And I didn't like her work in NXT for that brief period of time she was there. Yeah. But who should win the Rumble? Who will win the Rumble? I have no idea, bro. I just have to throw something out. And I think the person is going to win the Rumble. Brock Lesnar. I think Brock is going to go in, huh? Only thing that makes sense. Really? Hey, you think that'll piss people off? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Because there's no, but but who else is, who else is there? Especially after him getting the belt at day one and then he wins the rumble. Because you have to make him look, you have to make him look strong still. If we're having him lose to Lashley. Yeah. No, I agree with you on that. I just think that if you did all that in the same night, I I don't want to see that in the same night. As cool as it would be, I would like to see a little bit of time in between the title loss and then Lesnar kind of showing, you know, the return to the beast. So you don't want the Owen Hart, Bret Hart vibe? No. Okay. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, when you were talking about people that could come back, I thought you were going to mention a name that you and I, we were texting a few weeks back and you'd mentioned CM Punk. Right. Um, Cause you had said CM Punk. I had yes. said Cody. Um, do you think two, three weeks after you and I had had that little discussion, do you think uh, it's a possibility for any AEW star to be in this? Cody? Yes. I think Cody's a very strong possibility. He cut a promo uh, that was on AEW's uh, Twitter, Instagram. And he said in his shoot promo that, yes, it is true that um, he's working on a handshake deal. He does not, he's getting paid per match. And he also mentioned that about his executive vice president role as well, too. That he's no longer an executive vice president. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he's not making any decisions. So I have absolutely no idea why Cody would put himself in that position, why Tony would put him in that position, why there's not a deal that was immediately done fast. Um, He wrestled Sammy Guevara in a ladder match for the interim TNT championship, and he lost that match Cody so he jobbed he put someone over younger talent over he cut a promo he's a free agent it would make a lot of sense for his stock to go up if he was in the rumble in fact the week before this match he said I was cutting the promo on the ring and the crowd was chanting Royal Rumble. Really? The AEW crowd. Yes. Wow. Yes. Interesting. Hmm. 
Yep. I'm going to throw out another name that's a member of the AEW roster that you and I have not talked about. Uh, recently made a return, possibly could make a Rumble appearance, uh, and that being John Moxley. What do you think about that one? I think that that would be a great name to put into the Rumble with all that's going on. Um, but I would say no. Just and, just imagine the countdown, the mm-hmm. music hits as he's walking into the ring. He points up to the WrestleMania sign and says, I want Roman the pop for that. You would get a great pop. I just don't. The thing with Moxley is he's been through a lot personally. Yeah, he has. And they had a, I don't know if you saw a photo. Did you see the photo of how he used to look compared to how he looks now? Yes. Oh, dude, he looks a decade younger now. He looks great. Um, And I don't think that he would want to be placed in that environment of the WWE. And I feel that there is some little underlying, underlying heat between Roman, Seth, and Moxley because Moxley left. Yeah. Um, what goes further to that is uh, they asked Roman Reigns today about his thoughts about what Bully Ray said. And he said, and I quote, I can see Bully Ray's point. Mm, Wow. Okay. There's some heat. Yeah. I see it. I see it. So, so I don't, I don't, I don't think that Moxley being in there, I was excited for a moment about CM Punk thing. And then I sat down and I thought about it and I said to myself, the WWE had the first dibs of hiring Punk back. Yeah. He worked for WWE or were on their programming. Fox paid him. Yeah. But they had said, Punk had even said at the time that it would have to be a lot of healing that happens before he's back on WWE television. He was there. The WWE, and this is from that Billy guy, 51, uh, the, the, the um, Keeping It 100 podcast. Um, he had said that there's, a, there's a, a money mark that works for SmackDown. That's really a big pro wrestling head. And he loves CM Punk. And he went to Vince and those guys and said, we need to, fi- we need to sign him. They said to the money mark the executive they said listen he's too expensive so fox said okay we'll pay half of his contract you pay the other half we want him on fox tv we want him on fox programming we want cm punk on fox yeah and that's when the WWE came back and said, no, nah, he's hard to work with. He's difficult. He's a cancer to the locker room. Uh, we had a lawsuit with him, blah, 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 blah. And then it went to the wayside. And then he went to AEW and they were pissed off. 
And because they were pissed off, the counteraction was like, well, we had Brock. See? Yeah. Brock's here. So, um, CM Punk's a pipe dream. No pun intended. But um, that's where I'm at with it. Who do you think is going to win the Rumble? You know, I'm I'm with you on the whole thing of like there's there's usually every year there's two or three big favorites. There's always a, a definitely a front runner. Uh, I I'm looking at the list here. I think like the biggest name that's announced right now in this thing is Randy Orton, and I think right below him maybe AJ Styles, and then Ray. That was that was originally going to be my winner, and then I said. It just makes too much sense to have Lesnar win the Rumble. Yeah. There's only one one Rumble, right? Lesnar or two? I want to say that he won one Royal Rumble. It was uh, 2003. Right. Yeah. And that was him going into his match with uh, Kurt Angle, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think that it's a resume builder. It is. And and makes the most sense. Because there's no one else. Really. AJ, you know, if he wins, then we're going to have a match between AJ and Bobby Lashley. Which will be a great Monday Night Raw match, but is that a WrestleMania match? I think if, if give them enough time, I think they can make it a WrestleMania match. Is it the WrestleMania match that I would like pay and kill and love to see this year no um down the road maybe uh it would be a huge SummerSlam match that i would love to absolutely see this year if they did that um uh, madcap my own madcap's not gonna win um yeah man i don't know i'm like uh, unless they just give it to just some random dude and really focus primarily on the women's side of things. And then you got the elimination chamber and the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And that'd be like a big setup for WrestleMania. Like if they were to just give it just a random person uh, as a PR stunt, I could see them have Johnny Knoxville win it. Um, Austin oh, theory. Actually see him win the rumble, Johnny Knoxville. If you no, know, wow. I, well, I prefaced it by saying if they were to go in a huge PR stunt, yeah, that would be that would be David Arquette level. It would definitely be David Arquette. Would, but by the way, the new Scream movie sucked. Um, but I never, I didn't, I didn't have any desire to see it. But um, if I had to pay full price, I would have never seen it. But I got Regal Unlimited for twenty one a month, so no shine wow. off my balls. So, but um, I, I don't know. Maybe Omas could be one of those guys that come out of nowhere to win it. Um, I think. Uh, I think Big E might be somewhat of a front runner just because six months ago, I would have really, you know, rallied behind that. Like I rallied behind him winning money in the bank Uh, six months later. We saw it. We, he won money in the bank. He went on, he won the title. I enjoyed his title run. Uh, I'm one of the, I don't know. I guess it was 50, 50 people that loved it. People hated it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I was fine with it. Um, I thought it was well done. I think I enjoyed his title run way more than I enjoyed Kofi's, but I enjoyed Kofi's yes. title win. I enjoyed I his win better 
because it was a Kofi mania that was behind it. Yeah. And, you know, so I enjoyed it much better than, you know, um, Big E winning it. And, you know, they did that to pop the ratings because at the time Monday Night Raw's ratings was really, really in the trash at that moment. And they had to come, kind of come, come up with something to to slingshot it, which that was a good idea to do that. Yeah. Um, but all in all, like, who, you, who who's going to win, man? Who are you picking? Oh, dude. Like, you know, I, I, I would hate to, like, say somebody's gonna win it that's not a hundred percent confirmed or announced for it because that's just that's a hard prediction to make i have to pick somebody that's confirmed because they're confirmed for it um i'm gonna go with and this is you may you uh, you, i know you're gonna trash the crap out of me for this one um i'm going with austin theory wow what better way to impress Vince than to win the Royal Rumble? Wow. And then, of course, Vince is going to be like, well, you know, that's quite the accomplishment. I'm a Royal Rumble winner myself. Uh, uh, but uh, can you do another thing that I did that you've never done? Can you win the WWE Championship? It's never going to make Vince happy, right? Everything, he's going to win the Rumble. Vince is not happy. He's going to be like, fuck, what do I got to do? So you got to win the belt, man. In a perfect world, in the perfect scenario, Bray Wyatt comes back and wins the Royal Rumble and shuts the internet down because now you have a match that you want to see, which is Bobby Lashley and Bray Wyatt on one side and Lesnar and Reigns on the other. Which Bray Wyatt do you bring back? The Fiend. The Fiend. So the Fiend comes back into the Rumble, not, uh, you know, talk show host, game show, kids host Bray Wyatt. No, the, the, the whole hurt heel with the new big Titan drawn behind him. And the, oh, dude, you talk about. A, a moment that would just stop the world and every wrestling fan is going to be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, Bray Wyatt's back, Bray Wyatt's back. That was just having him win it would be amazing. Having Braun Strowman come in and win it would be amazing. And having him ignite his view, he has some incredible matches with Bobby Lashley. Yeah. So I just hope that they do something like that. I hope it's not a Lesnar situation, which it kind of writes itself, and that's what scares me. Um, but this is the first rumble in a long time that I don't know what's going to happen. And I love it. I don't know who's going to come out. Yeah. Goldberg is, is a dark horse as well. Oh, dude, come on, man! Why you got not to I, not to win it? Not to win it, just to be in it. Just to be uh, in it. Why has, you got to curse this thing, man? We're having a good he show. One, he has one more. <laughs> he has one more match in his contract. I could see them saying, "Okay, go out there and do the rumble." That's it. See, see you, Billy. What? If, all right. So, what if like Brock goes into the rumble match? Goldberg comes out. Goldberg eliminates him. 
like they did that oh, one year. God, I hope not. You know, and then uh, I don't know. Goldberg, uh, you know, pulls Brock's arm like Sid pulled Hogan's arm, and uh, somebody comes up and eliminates him. And there you go. I can see Goldberg in a program with Austin Theory. Oh Jesus Christ! I could. <laughs> I really on. could. I really could. Uh, what do you got against Austin Theory? No, I love Austin Theory. Yeah, well, I, you, I, you I, want I, him in the match at Goldberg, though. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well put him in there with Titus O'Neil. Someone's, Someone's gonna, gonna die. die. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of funny how the last decade has gone, right? Like how much we used to make fun of Titus O'Neil, and then like he has turned into like the one of the best faces for the company with goodwill and and all that stuff you know like yeah he's a face of the company but it's like you know it this would be weird for me if i got hired to be a wrestler and then you have me as a game show host or something like that'd be <laughs> kind of weird like i'm i'm supposed to be in the ring you know i yeah. train for this um Titus O'Neil, the background story for him is he was next door neighbors with Batista. And Batista said, you should look into being a pro wrestler. That's how he got into the business. A lot of people don't know that. Wow. Uh, And Batista himself, he got into the business pretty late in life, too. He He got in 33, right? Yeah, he got in pretty late. And he's one of those guys that's like, no one's going to ask him anything. Like, he... um, and then when the show has been freaking forever, <laughs> um, he um, said a story about before he got the role for Guardians of the Galaxy. He said that he was bankrupt. He owed a lot of money to a lot of different people. He was broke, broke. Wow. And he did not want to crawl back to wrestling. Pride made him say, I'm not going to go back. And he said he wasn't going to go back. So he auditioned for Guardians of the Galaxy and he got it. And he cried like a baby because that changed his whole career because now it's like, okay, you're a Marvel superhero and his um, portrayal of the character, which... I didn't, they had a B-roll of this. Did you know that the Black Panther originally went after that role of Drax? Really? Yes. Did you know that? I did not know that. And they said that they, of course, didn't, and I saw actual audition footage of it. And they said that they didn't pick him, obviously, but they said, this Chadwick Boseman guy, he has like a noble approach to the role, like kingly approach. Maybe we'll keep him in mind for a movie called Black Panther. And that's how he got the role. But he went out for Drax. Wow. Just imagine that. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, considering seeing how Batista did in that role to think about really anybody else in that role would be that's crazy very weird yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely all righty uh well the long long program here this is a wrestlemania extravaganza of a program 
but you know what, man, that's, that's what happens. You and I to get together and that's why, Oh, uh, zoom. Don't do this to me. Okay. I think it's zoom kind of flipped out on me for a minute. It kind of paused. I thought we were going to lose the whole recording there, but thankfully uh, it's still going, yeah, but, uh, recording it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, we get together, we do these things like seasonally. And, uh, you know, if we did this every week, I, geez, the brave souls that would have to listen to two hours, brave, brave, brave men and women. Yeah. We've already got enough wrestling on television. You don't need to listen to, you know, two jokers talk about it two hours every week and we're not even on TNT either, but, um, yeah. Uh, Royal Rumble Uh, this Saturday. A lot of people aren't on TNT anymore. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah, talking about going out in a boom. Um, but yeah, this Saturday, Royal Rumble, looking forward to it. I look forward to it every year uh, more than any other event, more than WrestleMania. It's It truly is the equivalent to the NFL playoffs, which have been phenomenal this year. Um, best I've seen in probably 22 years since uh, the 99-2000 season. But uh, Mac, before we head out, uh, any shout outs, any plugs, final words, advice? You want to tell someone to go F off? I, floor is yours. Um, I see that uh, AW's ratings went up. Ooh, okay. They're at a 1.1. 1.1 million. Yes. Good number. The week before, they were at a 1.032. Very nice. So, so it went up. And uh, congratulations to them. Um, but what always, you know, makes me weary is it's always like a special event for these guys. This was like the bash at the beach type pay-per-view thing that they had. And the week before was the return of John Moxley and uh, Cody Rhodes. So um, I just, you know, it's... It, it, it doesn't make sense that all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, we got to watch AEW now all of a sudden when you've had CM Punk and Daniel Bryan on the show for many, many months at this point. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, nothing to plug. I just saw that. That was very interesting. So we'll see what the rating is for next week's normal episode. See what happens. Right on, right on. Um don't forget, check out Ring Scoops on uh, all the social media platforms. We recently streamlined the whole entire website. It's all one page now. It's all it is. One single page, links going out to everything, social media. We got a VR chat arena. Check that out. Constantly being updated as well. Um, it is, uh, it's been built true to life. So if you've ever wanted to know what it's like to walk down a ramp, walk up the steps, get into the ring, it is a one-to-one scale replica of how it is in real life. Trust me, I've been around a wrestling ring for many, many years. I know how to scale things like this together. You don't even have to have a VR headset. You can go to VR chat on the computer and do it that way as well. And it's 100% free. So check that out at ringscoops.com and shop.ringscoops.com for all the merchandise and whatnot there on Ringscoops. And the podcasts, the YouTube, the TikTok. We got we're, man, we're blowing up on TikTok now too. Yeah, we've we've got a we've got a thing going on over there on TikTok. Yeah, how you doing? You know. So there you go. So check that out. Ringscoops.com. On behalf, behalf hey, I'm talking on late. behalf. <laughs> on behalf of Macavall, uh, I am the webmaster Wade Needham saying thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, be cool. <laughs>